1: <laughs> recorded live
0: good morning praise the lord we're just now starting live we might as well give god a little praise before we get started hallelujah <laughs>
1: Hallelujah, hallelujah,
0: thank you, Jesus, praise you, Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, good morning, good morning, and praise the Lord, everyone, welcome to this morning, Sunday morning service, with us here, I am, Apostle Rose White, Senior Pastor of the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, I am excited, that you have joined us on this wonderful day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing on this Sunday morning. There has been a whole lot of rain, lots of trees up, power still out. But you know what? We're still alive in the land of the living. We are still here to give God praise, glory, and honor on this first day of a brand new week where God has given us an opportunity of seeing him still sitting on the throne, still watching out for us. Hallelujah. And so I am delighted that you all are here with us on this morning. We're going to begin our morning broadcast on today. You know, because it's just a, a wonderful day. It's a unique day. It's a different kind of day. And there's been so much stuff going on over the last couple of days, so much of things that's going on in the news that we have been listening to and been hearing about. But you know what? At the end of the day, there's so much that we can give God praise for. And so we're going to start off. We're having one service today, amen, and we're just going to allow the spirit of the Lord to move as he deems necessary, as he sees fit on today, and so we're going to start off with just a little song, hallelujah, my friend Hammond, because this is the day, <laughs> yes, yeah, this is the
1: day. <laughs>
0: here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, I am pumped up on this Sunday morning. Amen. God is so good, and he is truly worthy to be praised. We are thankful for those of you that are tuning in live with us on this morning, those that have dialed into the studio, those that are in the chat room listening via the internet. We pray that you are also excited about Jesus and glad to be still alive in the land of the living. Hallelujah. In the midst of all of the outside storms. That's going on. God is still doing it. Hallelujah. And he is worthy to be praised. We are going to move forward in our service on today. We're going to open up uh, with our scripture reading that is coming from Job chapter 22. And we're going to look at reading verses 26 to 29. I'm reading this from the King James Version for our morning scripture. And it says, For then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shall lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing. And it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Hallelujah. I have read Job chapter 22, verses 26 through 28. Hallelujah. This is our morning scripture today, and we do know that the word of the Lord is blessed. Amen. Amen. Today we are here. We're going to um, have our one service on today. But you know what? It is so wonderful when we can come together in a time of sweet fellowship, where we can go into the Word of God, where we can pray, where we can sing songs of praises. And today truly is a day of praises. Hallelujah. I keep hearing praise uh, in my spirit. And, you know, there are so many that have gone through so many different things, but in the midst of it, if we will just praise the Lord, hallelujah, if we will just glorify the Lord on today, because God is good, and he loves you so much, and you are so special unto the Lord. And so today, we're going to go ahead, and we're going to open up our morning service in prayer And before we do, we're just going to sing a little melody, amen, unto the Lord, and then we're going to go right into uh, our morning prayer, amen. If you know the word, sing it right along with me, right wherever you might be. Let's just sing unto the Lord and give him the praise. I love you, Lord, and I lift my
1: voice
0: to worship. Oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear. And let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears.
1: My soul, love Jesus. My soul,
0: love Jesus. My soul, love Jesus. Blessed name, my soul,
1: love Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. My soul loves Jesus. Bless his name,
0: for there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing his praise, it sounds. Like music in my ears, the sweetest name I
1: know. Cause oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love
0: Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me because he first loved me hallelujah we praise you lord hallelujah we glorify you today oh god we magnify that wonderful name of jesus and we thank you today god because we love you hallelujah And we do lift our voices unto you on this day that you have made, a day in which we have never seen before. And so because of that, God, we tell you, thank you, hallelujah, for allowing us to still be here in the land of the living. Now, Father, we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would cover our hearts, cover our minds today, cover the airways today, God. Bless each and every listener on this morning that is listening by in the airways today. God, we bless that wonderful name of Jesus, and we thank you, hallelujah, because we know that we can call on you today. We thank you for the many that have called on you, hallelujah, over the last couple of days, and we thank you that we have seen you move mightily, powerfully, and because of that, we do say thank you. Now, right now, Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our midst. Be with us all throughout this morning. Be with us in today's broadcast. Be with us in our services on today. Move out every distraction. Move out anything contrary. Move out anything that would exalt itself against the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Have your way today, Lord. Hallelujah. Use us for your glory. Let someone be touched. Let someone be blessed. Let someone be encouraged. Let someone be calm full of you on today, and we thank you, oh God, we ask that you would move us out of your way, that you would use us for your glory today, and we'll give you the praise, the glory, and the honor, for it's in Jesus' mighty name, we do pray, and we say amen. Amen and amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the
1: Lord.
0: We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer unto you. The sacrifice is thanksgiving, and we offer unto you the sacrifices of praise. For we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the
1: Lord.
0: We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord, and we offer unto you the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and we offer unto you the sacrifices of praise, hallelujah, hallelujah. Today, we are offering up sacrifices of praise. Today, we are full of thanksgiving in our heart. And so we do thank God for being here on this Sunday morning. Amen. Well, we want to just bring our announcement. Um, At this particular time right now, as we're going to continue to move right along, getting all of the preliminaries out of the way, um, just want to announce for anyone that might have gone to our website, you might see that it is down as we are under some new construction of our website. We are so thankful for what the Lord is doing, and we are compiling a couple of things and uh, putting some things all in one. Amen. And so we ask that you would bear with us just a bit while we are in a little bit of a facelift to our website. And we're thankful. We pray that it's going to become more informative, uh, more things in one particular place where you can access information in a greater way. And even as we are preparing to move into the year of 2017, um, we are trying to get techno savvy. (laughs) Hallelujah. And so we do ask that you would pray with us as we're going through a time of renovation. Uh, and i uh, trying to make a nicer facelift to our website. And so we do ask that you would watch, uh, you know, over the next couple of days, over the next couple of weeks, as we will be soon releasing it back open so that you will be able to go to review um, our church website. Amen. And so uh, for those of you on today uh, that know that here we are in a massive time of uh, helping our community, and if you are in that position um, especially if you're right here in the local area. We are continuing to collect food items and clothes items. You know, it's all about the kingdom. And what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. There are times that we have all gone through low times, low peaks, low seasons. You know, not everyone has been fortunate to always have everything all the time. And so when we began to look at those that don't necessarily have or perhaps don't have as much as we have, we would just get rid of some of the stuff that we just got sitting in our closet or cans of items that's up underneath of our cupboards and in our cabinets that's been there forever and realize there's somebody else that's in need. I'm telling you, God will supernaturally open up the floodgates, open up the windows of heaven, and will continue to pour out upon us, but there's not enough room for us to receive it. And so we pray that you will help us um, to touch the lives of men, women, families, and children that are less fortunate. And you can donate that those non-perishable food items as well as clothes, clean clothes, um, here at our office Tuesday through Friday between the hours of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, that's Tuesdays through Fridays from the hours of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. God has truly been blessed us with people that have been calling, been coming and dropping off different things, and the Lord is sending people in. As the food items come, people are coming that are in emergency needs or in crisis mode, and that's what this is all about, to be able to be a blessing. Amen. For those of you that can, please do drop off your items um, here at our office right here in Reesville. We are located at 337 South Scale Street, right beside the Boost Mobile Store. Amen. Right here in Reesville, North Carolina. For those of you that are around the globe, you're also able to help to us to be able to touch other people's lives because that is what we do. We touch people's lives. Amen. And so you're able to sow a seed, go directly. If you have PayPal, you can sow right into PayPal using our email address of breakthroughprayer at gmail.com. Again, that's breakthrough, T-H-R-O-U-G-H, prayer at gmail.com. You can also give by our website. Um, Even though our church website is down, you can still go to our other websites Uh, which is our The Refuge website. Go to www.trecci.org. Again, that's trecci.org, which represents the Refuge Enrichment Community Center Incorporated, and you are able to click on a Donate button there and give. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Also, I do want to announce for those of you that may not know that every single weekday morning, Monday through Friday, I'm telling you, God is up to something good. You know, he's been blessing us every morning on our, um, uh, our morning uh, broadcast, which is our morning manner broadcast that airs right here on shoot at 6 o'clock a.m., just one hour. Amen. One hour. And in that one hour, we have a time of reading the Word of God. We're reading a scripture. Uh, We spend a time in prayer, and we're still able to give praise reports all in one hour, one hour of power. And so if you would join with us every weekday morning, Monday through Friday, beginning at 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Central, you will be so glad that you did. God has given us a mandate. Um, to go forth to teach the word of God like never before, you know, it is the scriptures, it is the word of God that we've got to be in. Nothing else really matters. My word go down to a hill of beans, but God's word means everything. Everything else is going to pass away, but his word is going to last forever. So join us every weekday morning at 6 o'clock. And also right here on Talk i using the same number that you called in this morning. Um, or either right on the Internet, you're able to listen live on Wednesday night in our midweek Bible study, which is our Disciples Like class. We're all disciples. And there are some things that God is speaking to us specifically, some areas and issues Um, that pertains to us as disciples for Christ, that we need to be walking in things that we need to be aware of. And we're going to have times where we're going to be dealing with real-life issues, even when it comes to the political arena. And that's what this is all about. We're dealing with things that we have to live with every day and how it applies in our life, how the Word of God talks about the things that you and I are dealing with right now today. You know, there's nothing that is happening under the sun in our time that has not already been spoken about. We've been given instructions and we've been given words of encouragement of how to go through those things. And so we ask that you would join us, uh, you know, on Wednesday nights as well as even during our morning matter broadcast. We have once a month, every first Wednesday, uh, where we are speaking about different topics. And we've been covering the seven mountains of influence. This particular month, we were dealing with the mountain of science. It was just absolutely outstanding. And we're looking forward to the continuation throughout this year and even the topics that God has already uh, placed in my heart and in my spirit for the year of 2017, things that are crucial for us to be able to look at and look into in a deeper way. Amen? Amen. So be praying with us and join us. Invite others to come and to be an actual part. Amen. And also, we are still taking registration for those that are interested in becoming a part of our school of theology. Uh, Learning is just everything. God has told us, you know, to touch lives, to train leaders, and to teach ministry. That is what it's all about. That is our goal. That is our focus. And it's important that we build men and women that we can go forth out as a body, a fortified army, to go out and to bring about others. Hallelujah. So that we can go out teaching the word of God, winning sinners to Christ. Hallelujah. Evangelizing, doing the work of the evangelist. So we thank God for those that have already enrolled and for the many that are already praying about becoming a part. It's time to go higher. Hallelujah. God is calling us higher to a deeper place is where we want to be, where we want to go. And so those are our announcements uh, for this morning. I pray that you will govern yourselves accordingly to the various uh, announcements that were given. And so with that said, at this particular time, this is a time just before we bring forth the word of God where we give unto the Lord, uh, not only of our time, of our talents, of our abilities, but we also give unto the Lord through our resources, amen, through the finances that he gives us. And I truly believe that when we give unto the Lord, God gives back to us. And that he is faithful to his word. We may not always be faithful, but he is always faithful. He is always true. And so this morning, you know, a lot of times I talk about Luke 6 and 38. But this morning, you know, the Lord kept having me to go back to Third John. And it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosperous. Do you know I believe that God is is bringing forth even healing in our bodies, healing in our minds, healing in our soul when we give of our finances, when we give of our resources, when we give of everything of who we are, God makes sure that everything about us is taken care of. Hallelujah. So I am trusting God today that those of you that have already prepared and purposed in your heart what you're going to be given today, that you are going to walk in expectation and that you are going to know, and you already know on the inside, that the moment you release your seed, that your needs are being met. If it's a healing, then believe today for that healing. If it's for a job, then today receive that new job, receive that promotion on that job, that elevation on that job, an elevation perhaps in ministry. You may have been working a long time, you know, in one particular place, and you're like, God, I'm ready to go higher. And so the moment you release that seed, begin to expect God to take you into a new place, because a lot of times it's not until we release what's in our hands that God can give you what's in his hands. Hallelujah. Amen. There are blessings for us without a name on it. Man didn't give it, and man can't take it away. It's what God has orchestrated. And so we thank God for those of you that are going to be obedient this morning, that are hearing the word of God, that are sowing. Those of you that are giving by check, you can make your check payable to K-O-G-F-C, which stands for Kingdom of God Fellowship Churches for short. Uh, or you can mail your payment for those of you that are around the globe. You can send your offering those that are members of our church. Remember I said members, those that have uh, uh, called yourself members of the ministry, here is where you give your tithes. And so for those that are members, you can also send your tithes uh, by mail. Mail it to 337 South Scale Street, Unit D, as in David, Reeveville, North Carolina, 273. Two zero, amen. For all others, those of you can give right here in-house, amen. And for those others, you can also go online and give via PayPal using Breakthrough Prayer at gmail.com. Amen, hallelujah. I'm going to pray right now. I want you to lift your feet up before the Lord, and I want you to believe God as you're holding your feet, you are holding it up by faith. And you are trusting the Lord. You are standing on God's word. You're not just given to be given, but you are given because you know that it is what God has said. And because he said it, you believe it, and that settles it in your heart and your spirit. You are going to believe God to bring forth a great harvest, a great return, a supernatural sign, wonder, and miracle. Hallelujah. All because of your faithful giving. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we thank you right now, oh God, for these, your individuals that are sowers, oh God. We thank you that as they hold their seed up in their hand before you, that you see their hearts. You see what they stand in need of. And, God, because you are faithful, because you are awesome, because you are Jehovah Jireh, that this day, oh God, that you are supplying all of their needs according to your riches and glory. And so, Father, we thank you for the sower. We thank you right now, oh God, for the floodgates that are opening. We thank you for the doors that are already opening. We thank you for the windows that are already opening. We thank you for the increase. We thank you for the promotion. We thank you for the healing. In the body. We thank you for the deliverance of the soul. We thank you today. Hallelujah. For meeting the needs of your people because of their faithfulness to give unto you. Let them know that as they give, you're going to give back to them. That good measure pressed down, shaken together, and run it over. That you're going to cause men, you're going to cause people, you're going to cause businesses, you're going to cause organizations to give into their life. Hallelujah. We thank you right now for the sinner, for the heathen, for the hater, that's going to give into their lives, all because of their obedience to give unto you. And so, Father, today we thank you, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we do give you honor, for it's in Jesus' name we pray and we say amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Give God a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We do thank God. Hallelujah. We are radical people, but we do. We believe God for the supernatural. We believe God for the impossible because God has a way of turning the impossible things around, making all things possible. Uh, He is a way maker. Hallelujah. He makes the way. Amen. And so, before, just before I come, and I just want for those of you that have your Bible, I pray that everyone has come today with your Bible ready to hear a word from the Lord today. And we're going to go through a teaching um, uh, through the Word of God this morning. So I pray you got your Bible, you got your pen, you got your pen ready to hear from the Lord, not to hear from me, but to hear from the Lord to hear a word that God has to speak unto his people, amen, and so, but before I come forth, um, please make sure you know that our scripture, for those of you that are getting your Bible, we're going to be studying from Hebrews chapter 3, verses 1 to 6, as well as Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29, amen, but be blessed by this song, as we were talking about, God has a way of making a way, if you're in a place where you're wondering, God, you know, how am I going to get out of this? You know, how is this going to happen? You know, it seems hard. It seems tough. It seems tight. But I want you to know that God has a way of making a way. Amen. So I pray that you will be blessed by this song called Made a Way. Know that the seed that you just released is going to cause the doors to be open, and God will make a way. (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) no, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, (laughs) No, 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 i do to to that. I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Over uh, to back over into Matthew. So if you would um, read with me this morning, I'm reading from the King James Version just in case you may be reading from a different version. Amen. And it says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus who was faithful to him that appointed him, and also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. Now, if you would, drop over or go back to Matthew chapter 7, and we are going to read beginning at the 24th verse, and it reads, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it failed, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it failed and great was the follower. And it came to pass, when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Hallelujah. I want you to, to look, uh, and we're going to, to combine with both of these readings, and I want to look. Uh, And what is a key verse here, coming back from Hebrews uh, chapter 3, verse 3, that says, For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as much as he who had built the house had more honor than the house. Hallelujah. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we just want to thank you today. We thank you for your loving kindness, for your mercy, for your grace. We thank you for allowing us to be able to come and gather together again on another Sunday morning, hallelujah, and before you, oh God, and we thank you that you are here in our midst, and we ask right now, oh God, that you would open up our eyes, cause about illumination on your word today that we might hear what you're saying to us who are your church. We thank you, Father, today. We thank you that you are the builder. You are the creator. And we thank you, God, that you have made a way for us. And we glorify your name forever. Now, Father, I ask right now that you would help me today, O God, as I bring forth this lesson. Father, I ask that you would move me out of the way, hide me behind the cross, cover me with your blood, O God, and that you would move through the airways and allow the words that come forth from my mouth, that it will be your words, O God, those words that have been ordained and orchestrated by you. And we shall give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we say Amen, Hallelujah, Amen. We just thank God for those that are in um, the the studio on today. We thank God that we are we see uh, Pastor Baker back with us on this morning. To God be the glory! who's over there in the beautiful island of Hawaii, Hallelujah! So wonderful when we can come from different parts of the country and still able to mingle our voices together, still able to have sweet fellowship together. Amen. No matter where you are. Hallelujah. And we do, we recognize the many that um, have been facing storms, even right here in the Carolinas. They're talking a lot, even with lots of flooding that's going on here and up in the Fayetteville area, you know, and all of the surrounding areas. And so we ask that you would continue to pray. Um, For the the multitudes of people that are still without power, Uh, we too without power last night. But how many of you know that's why we're singing praises unto the Lord today. That's why it's such a day of thanksgiving. Because you know what? Today we got power. But there's somebody that still don't have power. Somebody still don't have life. And so we have to be thankful for what we have and remain sensitive to the ones that don't have. Amen. Amen. And so when we look today at these scriptures, at these verses on today, we are actually talking about, you know, the sovereign Christ, hallelujah, and he is the builder of the house. And so there are people who are fortunate to observe, you know, talent that I say is exceptional, you know. a lot of times that the talent is so great, even before it's widely recognized, and there are many people who have great talent that still will never be greatly recognized. You see, but we see athletes how they perform. We hear musicians, and there are some absolute wonderful musicians, even such as through the music that we've heard today, you know, from the Fred Hammonds and through the Travis Greens and just different ones that have such a talent in playing uh, uh, instruments and making melody, even for, you know, uh, leaders and emerging leaders that are are delivering speeches and all. You know, many have great talent, but some will never, ever be recognized, you see. And so we have to realize that, you know, that the experience uh, is just remarkable because of the talents that men and women have, and when that, the talented person, when they later a, a rise to a place or a position, you know, some of us that might have known them before they got famous, you know, we would actually say, well, you know, I, I knew, you know, I, I knew they were going to do well. I knew that I was in the presence of somebody great, you know, even way back then, me. I knew they were going to do well. You know, we have young people that have left even from North Carolina that now today play on the NFL or NBA and songs that have had the opportunity of perhaps growing up with them or perhaps saying, you know what, I grew up with them. I remember when we used to go to school together, you know, we used to just be playing together, talking together, and look at them today, you know, multi-multi-millionaires, billionaires making a great name for themselves. But I want you to know that in some ways, Jesus, too, he had appeared as an uh, unexceptional person. When we look at Isaiah chapter 53, I want to read to you what verse 2 says here. It says, for he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground, He had no form, nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Isn't that something? See, there are ways that some perceived at the time that he was unlike anybody else. And in his resurrection from the day, God confirmed that Jesus was indeed like ourselves, how we are to walk. And then he spoke with an authority that could only belong to God. My my. my. And you see when we become like he, we talk about we want to have the mind of Christ. Lord I want to be like Jesus. Oh, I want to be like Jesus. Hallelujah. Y'all know how we sometimes say that and sing those songs. But to be like Jesus means because he spoke in authority, you and I ought to be speaking in authority. When stuff hits the van and when things happen, we need to know how to speak with authority. And so to listen to Jesus and obey, it meant being blessed. But when we ignore him, guess what? It means ruin. Our lives won't necessarily be great. Hallelujah. And so for those of you that are in the chat, if you all will let everyone know, let them know that we're live now because we're going to be talking today about Jesus, the master builder. Some don't know that we're having only one service today. We're going, we've got it all in at one time. Hallelujah. Because there are some things that God wants us to hear and begin to pay close attention to. You know, Jesus is the master builder. He's the creator. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God, be the glory. And so I pray today that we're going to see him in a greater way. Hallelujah on today. Amen, amen to God, be the glory. Now, looking at Hebrews chapter 3, we want to uh, sort of dissect a bit these particular verses. You see, the author here, he's using uh, passages to establish some facts regarding the nature and the work of Jesus Christ. This is why even though we are New Testament, we still got to understand the Old Testament, you see. And so it's the Old Testament of scriptures that is establishing the facts about Jesus Christ. It spoke about Jesus. So we see even in this very first verse, it starts off with a word that says, wherefore. wherefore is indicating that conclusions and implications are in store. (laughs) So verse 1 of Hebrews chapter 3 it says, wherefore holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling consider the apostle and high priest of our profession Christ Jesus. My, my, my. Hallelujah. See, the, the readers were addressed as brethren, being the same as we are addressed the same even now, but it's not because they necessarily shared the same Jewish heritage, but it was because together they belong to God and and are holy. So together they were partakers of that heavenly calling, a calling uh, that is the, the the song, that authoritative invitation. That, that comes from uh, a, a most, uh, I'd say, most authoritative source of all, and that's God Himself. You see, there comes a time periodically we call for a follow up For those that have been with us for any length of time, have know there have been times when we called for midnight uh, uh, vigils. Uh, Some may not even remember that, but you know, we would actually call where well, we would have prayer midnight. Hallelujah, it was a solemn assembly that was called where we would blow the show up because we need to recognize that God is calling us, calling us to a higher place, calling us to a deeper place. He's calling us to himself. And so the Holy Brethren here have this identity because they share a profession, something that together they proclaim, they profess to be true. And what is that that's true? It's the good news about Jesus. Hallelujah. If there's anything that is true, it's Jesus. There are so many other things that we hear about and talk about, some things just not true. But when it comes to Jesus, everything about him is true. And so Jesus, here it is. He's God's promise. He's the chosen king. He is the apostle of what you and I profess. Glory, glory, glory. See, we know of this designation. It's actually used for the leaders of the first century church, especially the 12 disciples plus Paul. See, now the word, And I was looking at this this morning. Sometimes it's important for us to recognize a couple of things because we hear things so much and we sometimes take things for granted or we kick it to the side, kick it up underneath of the bus, and we say it's just insignificant as of today. And so when we hear the word apostle, then. false. We're not faithful to people. We're A lot of us not even faithful to work. We're not faithful to anything. But God is faithful. But praise God that he's teaching us how to become faithful every day, how to be faithful in our thoughts, how to be faithful, you know, with what how we conduct our faith. being faithful in everything that we do. And so uh, Moses, was an example. He was a preliminary example of faithfulness. See, because this is a trait. See, being privileged to speak with God directly, Moses, he he was a man that God had had allowed him uh, to be able to speak with him directly. When we look over in Numbers chapter 12, verse 8. See, Moses was declared by God to be his faithful servant. Moses was one who demonstrated his faithfulness when he was challenged in his leadership role. Everybody ever been challenged? Especially for those of you that are listening, if you're in a place of of leadership, especially if you're a pastor, I'm going to tell you pastors will be those that will be challenged. Oh, my goodness. You know, the members were challenging. You know, people were challenging. You know, even in your household, if you're a parent, or the head of a household, your leadership will be challenged, kids will challenge you. You know, it is amazing how when you get in certain places that you can be challenged. But the thing is, when we are challenged, how do we act? You know, do we do we carry ourselves where we feel like we've got to retaliate? Or do we sometimes become discouraged, we get, you know, depressed, become oppressed, and we just give up? We throw up our hands and say, that's just it? You know, do we remain faithful, remain faithful servants when on our job, our position of authority becomes challenged? Do we quit? Do we give up? But in meekness, in meekness, here it is. You know, Moses, he didn't speak for himself. He let God vindicate him instead. That's the way we've got to be. See, rather than fighting our own things, rather than feeling that we've got to retaliate or we got to have the last say, because we have the people sometimes that feel like, when folks say so, oh, I do not get the last word. I don't care what you say. <laughs> but instead, if we will recognize that God will fight our battles, we don't have to worry about anything. God has a way of making the crooked way straight. I'm a witness. Hallelujah! Just sometimes, sometimes you just gotta be quiet. Sometimes you just gotta sit still. Sometimes you gotta just watch God be God. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord. He will vindicate you. And then, and also, you hear it says in meekness. Now, again, meekness does not mean weak. Not in the least little bit. But it means sometimes just having a quiet spirit, you know, being humble before the Lord, just knowing you're smiling, you know. A word might have come, hurt your feelings, but you're smiling because you know God is going to make it right. He's going to handle that situation. He got it. Hallelujah. And so Jesus' faithfulness is similar here. See, he submitted to the will of God, the Father, and he allowed himself, here it is, he was arrested, he was beaten, and he was crucified. He suffered, you know, and his people had suffered when we read about this in the second chapter of Hebrews. See, but guess you know what? He didn't try to defend himself, but he let God speak for him. And had God speak for him? And he rose him from the dead. You don't get no great spokesman in there. I mean, he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. You talk about vindication. He was vindicated. And so we ought to remember that God's faithfulness should be reflected even in our faithfulness. Hallelujah. Just like Moses, Jesus has shown what faithfulness to God is. And in doing so, Jesus has issued a heavenly calling that are, that are literally opposes uh, you and I, who are His followers, to the same faithfulness. We are called to be faithful. I pray that even as of today, uh, and, I, and I'm looking at especially those that are members of the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church are putting out a challenge, and, and that also includes me, and that is that we will become more faithful that we will become more faithful to following God's word, that we will become more faithful in reading and studying the word of God, following after what the apostles did, following what Jesus did, following everything in the word of God, causing our faith to be activated so that no matter how bad a thing might how hard it might appear, we will believe that God is well able to do what he said he would do. We won't doubt, we won't question, and we won't wonder.
1: It's like when the
0: storm came, Matthew came. Say, when faith is in, fear has to be out. When faith steps on the scene, We can go to sleep at night. We ain't got to sit up before the TV 24-7, but we can go to sleep resting in the Lord. Lord, God, you got this. No matter what happens, you are in control. You got this. You handle it. (laughs) See, some people were panicking. My thing is, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I don't have time to be sitting up all day hearing the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Now that we know what's about to happen, now that we have applied ourselves, we've made sure we've got everything that we possibly need, now go to sleep and have faith in the Lord and trust him to take care of you. He will take care of his own. Hallelujah. When we look at verse 3, let's look on at verse 3. Because we want to see the greater than Moses. Because many people worship Moses of the Old Testament, but they could never relate to Jesus in the news. But verse 3 says, for this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who have built the house have more honor than the house. My, my, my. Here the writer could compare Jesus with Moses you know, to show that while both were faithful, guess what? Jesus was more faithful. Uh-huh. My, my, my. he said, what happens, he also moves to a, a different comparison. You know, it talks about the ones who have built it, the house. Jesus is greater than the house itself. Isn't that something? And so we see here there are two aspects. There is a, a culture that helps us to understand the significance of this. First, the first concern, we see the term house. This is a word that refers not to a structure. And I I want to ask, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Holy Ghost. I need to talk about something because lots of times we talk about our house. We'll mention about our house. But what about the people that reside together in the house? See? What about the family members, the servants, everything that was in the house? See, we use uh, the term "household." See, for this particular concept, when we're talking about the house, Jesus is the one who builds even the spiritual household of faith. It's so important, you know. And I think I, I, I need to, I need to. Uh, to look at this real real quickly. If you would, hold on, turn with me to Hebrews. I just thank you, Holy Up. I need to read that. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, and I want to start at the 19th verse. It says, Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ Himself being the chief cornerstone. In whom all the buildings fitly pray together grow unto a holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are built together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. You see, everything that, that God does, see, is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. This is the reason why God is calling today, uh, in this time and this season, bringing about an equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry, birthing out apostles and prophets after his own heart. You see, and everything working together, you see, with Jesus Christ, who is the chief cornerstone, that's what we need to understand. There's only one chief, and that's Jesus Christ. And when we all come together here in this building, everything is lined up is set together, growing into our holy temple unto the Lord. That's where we are to be in our place and to follow the leadership of God's holy word. Listening to everything that the Holy Spirit has to say that lines itself with the Word of God. And then the second aspect here, we see the role of the son in the household. See, as the father there, now we got the firstborn son that has a status in the household that is greater than that of his siblings. You all know, as they say, the first son. That first son, is nothing like that first son that breaks forth the matrix of that woman, that first son. So that's that firstborn. And so that particular one is greater than all the others, you see. And so Jesus, you know, who is this man in this verse before, has the position of the first begotten or the firstborn son. And so faithful in, in a, a, a lowly submission to the will of the Father, he's obedient and waiting for the Father's vindication. Jesus at first begotten, held and he holds for all eternity the highest status possible. is that's that something? See that Jesus, he lived as God's servant. He exists as God's authoritative son. My, my, my. There is so much here. This is so powerful here. I want you to grasp it. Even verse 4 goes on to say, for every house is built by so man. but he that builds all things is God. See, we sometimes we, we tend to think that we all in a couple of bags of chips. You know, we gifted, we are contractors, we can build a house, you know, but they forget to know that it is God that builds all things. The existence of a house in any sense, you know, whether of a physical structure or even of a relationship like in a household, you know, uh, uh, here we've got a builder, whether human or divine. God is the greatest builder. He is the creator of everything and all things that even exist. So whatever authority and honor there are in the world, guess what? God is supremely worthy of them as the ultimate builder and the sustainer. That's why we can never think that we are all that when we get to a high place of position or because we hold some type of supreme role in the community or because we accomplish some type of great task. See? Man can lift us up, and we can do great things in the natural. it's very true because God has within us great treasures within this earthen vessel. But at the end of the day, we have to always recognize that it's because of God. It's because of the Christ on the inside of us, the creator of all things. He created the gifts and the talents that's on the inside of us. He created the abilities of being able to do. And so we've got to always give glory unto him, knowing that it's King that gives us the authority to do what we do, to God be the glory. Then when we look at verse 5, it says that Moses verily was faithful in all His house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. Now, Deuteronomy, um, uh, chapter 34, verse 10, moves to a conclusion uh, with that statement. It says, there arose not a prophet sent in Israel like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. That's a wonderful thing to have been able to have been said that you are one that the Lord was able to speak to face-to-face. That's, that's that about an accomplishment, but it's an humbling accomplishment. See, for the people of Israel, even including um, those of uh, Jewish Christians uh, 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 that, that were reading, you know, the book of Hebrews, Moses the prophet, here he's a defining figure of their history. They can look at him as someone that accomplished great things uh, in the past, in this history that they're reading about. But God had spoken to Moses of a prophet that would come after him, a prophet who would be like him. And we can actually uh, look at Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 15 and 18, and even compare it to the book of Acts. There's so much stuff in the book of Acts the birthing out of the New Testament church. We can see this in in the third chapter of Acts, verse 22, verse 23, even over in chapter 7, verse 37. Now, in relation to that promise figure, here Moses' life is served as a witness. He was an indicator or a sample of what was yet to come in God's